0: Welcome to Digging Into a Bible. Hey, hey. Welcome to uh, Digging Into the Bible. My name is Mike Sayers. This is a production of Tour Coaching. It's day 31. Thanks for joining me. My name, again, is Mike Sayers. I'm a friend of Jim's office just a few doors down from him. And that's why I'm here, because he came and grabbed me and brought me into his office. With that, let's uh, go ahead and dig in to Romans chapter 13. We're going to start at verse 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, Whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath, to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. This is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing, Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. So this is one of those passages that's easy to understand, frankly. Uh, There's a lot of passages that are hard to understand, and we don't know how to apply them. This passage is easy to understand and... We're trying to figure out, like, when the exception is, right? Um, but it basically says, why should we submit? There's two reasons. Number one, because God has appointed these authorities. And number two, because those authorities are going to punish people who disobey. I mean, the authorities are God's servant, it says. Go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean my, my governor is God's servant? You mean my senators and Congress people are God's servants? Even the president of the United States and the judiciary are all God's servants? Evidently, yes, according to the Apostle Paul. And I think what the Apostle Paul is doing here is combating this idea of extreme Christian freedom. Like, hey, our God is Lord. Jesus is our boss. We don't have to obey anybody except for Jesus. We have freedom to do whatever we need to do because we have forgiveness for everything that we do. Paul is trying to set a boundary there. He's trying to prevent that kind of extreme Christian freedom. And he says, listen, he goes, I don't want you to obey begrudgingly. No, no, no. I want you to give them respect and give them honor, which is, just cranks our brains in the wrong direction. Like, can I really respect and honor Joe Biden? Can I respect and honor George Bush? Can I respect and honor Barack Obama? Can I respect and honor all those other people in between? Like, how do I do that? So one of the things about Scripture is you've got to look at what it says about everything, in all the books of the Bible, and so we know that there's actually balancing uh, passages to this one, like in Acts chapter 4, verses 19 through 20, uh, the apostles Peter and John are arrested by the Jewish authorities, and they're told to stop preaching in the name of Jesus, and their reply to the Jewish authorities is, listen, is it right for us to obey you rather than God? You judge for yourselves. You tell us what you think we should do we're going to obey God. So Paul was talking about the governing authorities as they are meant to operate. When they reward people for doing good and they punish people for doing evil, when they get it backwards, when they start punishing people for doing good and rewarding people for doing evil is when the exceptions occur. For example, the big exception that we like to think about is what about if you were a Christian during the time of the Holocaust in Europe was it be right to disobey the Nazi authorities and to hide Jews? Of course it would be my wife's grandparents did just that thing they hid Jews in their cellars when the Nazi government officials came around and asked if they were hiding Any Jews, they lied because they were hidden safely away in their cellar. And that's the kind of time when you do what is right. As opposed to when certain youth leaders in this city took my teenage son down to the 16th Street Mall past curfew. There was a curfew in Denver back then. You had to be like off the streets after 11 if you were under 18 or something like that, and they had him on the 6th Street Street Mall doing Christian stuff. And guess what? Police stopped him. They let the leaders go, and they arrested my son and took him down to the city and county jail. Now, he was a good kid. He hadn't done anything wrong. Um, They released him, and uh, he had to go to some kind of class, That's all I remember. We had to take him down to the Wellington Webb building, and he had to go in with all these other delinquents and go through some kind of of class for having broken curfew. And you're thinking, surely God thinks that's bogus. No, he doesn't. Those youth leaders should have known better. And my son had to pay the consequence. As Christians, when we break the law, we have to pay the consequence. I know when I'm speeding 10, 15, 20 miles an hour above the speed limit, and if I get caught, I just say, you're right officer, I was speeding, give me the ticket, and I'll pay it. If I was obeying the civil authorities, I would have no reason to fear being stopped by a policeman, anyway. We are to recognize the government's rightful place within the hierarchy of God. That's our job as Christians, to recognize that they've been appointed by God. It's the office, it's not the person. Our ultimate submission is to God, and we need to submit to the authorities he's instituted unless they are doing the opposite of what God requires. Okay, thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. Jim looks forward to seeing you tomorrow as we continue on with Romans 13. I'll see you then.